5 East Randall Mill Road in Arlington, Texas. Phone number 817-633-4880. Fishbowl Radio Network, praying for Houston. The State Fair of Texas now has printed home tickets. Can you do one with more emphasis on the word print? And smile, please. Take 24. Go online to get your printed God, home ticket. That sounded like you said print, not print. Let's go again. Get your State Fair of Texas printed home tickets. Listen, when you say print, it needs to convey the fact that you can easily buy tickets, coupon vouchers, and family packs online. State Fair of Texas. Buy your tickets, coupon vouchers, and family packs online now at bigtex.com forward slash radio. Introducing the Ferrero Rocher cupcakes loaded with luscious layers of sweet goodness coated over dark chocolate cake made with the freshest and finest ingredients to make you say holy cupcake. Voted top three cupcakes in the DFW area. Wondering where you can get these sweet chocolatey goodies? Where else but lay cupcake and treats? Call us now 682-999-8276. That's 682-999-8276. Or visit us on our Facebook and Instagram at Lake Cupcake and Treats, where we make life sweeter. Share your voice, opinions, creativity, ideas, music. FBRN.us. Fishbowl Radio Network. Jump in. Hey, hey, this is Smooth Tim, and you are listening to The Queen Sylvie Show. And let's get things started out here with Used Car Blues by Blues Love and Trouble. you 
transmission is slipping That can't be any clearer And try parallel parking Without a single mirror I got the used car blues I've got the used car blues I got the used car blues Lord, I need some new brick shoes You are listening to the Queen Sylvie Show, the show of the year. And thank you, and it is now my pleasure to introduce to you the world's sexiest granny, everybody's favorite comedian, Queen Sylvie. Hey, and what's up? Welcome to the Queen Sylvie Show, where we enjoy some laughter, talk. And a little craziness from time to time. I'm very happy you're here on this Fishbowl Tuesday. It's a lovely day here in Arlington, Texas. As I look out the window and see the birds smiling. Yes. As they fly by. Straight up. Now without further ado. 
allow me to introduce my buddy pal and the co-host of the year smooth tim hey tim good morning queen how are you doing <laughs> i am super califragilistic expialidocious yes. 365 yes. it's amazing yes amazing yes i know that amazing. is but you know it is amazing to be nominated for the show of the year and co-host of the year and i want to thank all of our listeners fans friends family all those who did contribute and vote that took a lot of votes they said there was record voting i can't what did they say fifty six thousand ballots were cast I, I so wow thank you paying <laughs> attention but i do appreciate it i'm very humble that's more in the Bush election, yeah, more. So we won the electoral <laughs> and the popular. Well, <laughs> shut up. Send the check to P.O. Box. <laughs> you know, but no, we do have an amazing uh, lineup of guests as well. Terrific Tuesday, we certainly do. Alrighty. We have the McGrath Project in studio with us today. All right. We have Leo Hall, and he's in studio with us today. The, yes, yes. We also have calling in from the Netherlands, a couple of comedians and a couple are come off. Of, I don't know what to think about these two. <laughs> but in any event, Edith Verhoek and Kareem LaRossi. So we'll be hearing from They're them later, too. They're my favorites from the Netherlands. They got like a relationship, it. not a relationship, and I don't know what to think well, about that. We're going to find out because they're releasing a secret and they need some help with a problem that we're here to help them on. We are here on this terrific Tuesday Fishbowl Radio Network. We have great guests and some live performances. We are celebrating and starting it off with some blues. Leo Hall. Is it Hall or Hall? Like in the ship. Is it Hall or like Hall? A ship's hall. <laughs> like a Hall. Hall. H U L. See, because I think I say Hall, Hall. I've been called worse. Well, then it's Leo Hall today. I want to welcome you to the show. That's when you was out running a 22 bullet. <laughs> right, right. I do want to welcome you back to the show. Well, thank you. We missed you. We miss you guys. Well, we're glad to have and you on the show. congratulations. Thank, well, thank you very you much. Right, yes. Thank you very much. Sitting you are a part here, of that reason. Sitting here with royalty, you know. I'm telling you. Oh, please stop. Yeah. Well, <laughs> okay, yeah. Yeah. and you are a part of that team, too, that got us nominated for very all much that. So. so thank you, Leo. Very That's much you. so. I owe you some food stamps. That's all right, Sam. I'll take a bucket. I'll take a bucket. I'm just kidding. I also want to welcome Gary McGrath of the McGrath Project. Hello. We're the rest of the project. Well, (laughs) he's the project. He's still under construction. (laughs) (laughs) It's two out of three. No, the female voice. The female voice is missing. Well, we've had a few on this record, actually, and it's just been friends that we have picked that have done really well. one of the the main vocals been uh, uh, Susan Cloud, who was on uh, season three of The Voice, and her daughter was on season four, mm-hmm. and both were finalists. And so that was it was fun to have her in the studio. Well, that's exciting. Well, it should be exciting for her because you are a multi Grammy winner. So, I so mean, is he. And s- yes, indeed. <laughs> so I mean, we are honored to have such royalty here we're on the Queen Silver Show. <laughs> I am looking forward to it. I am very much indeed. We will uh, talk to uh, Edith Verhook and uh, Kareem later in the show. But what I'd like to do at this moment is share some motivational words from the Queen Silver Show to you. Take time to do what makes your soul happy. Yeah, do what makes your soul shine. I mean, you can learn to quiet your mind and listen to your song of your soul. You know, sometimes you just need to get off the grid and get your soul right. 
<laughs> be fearless in the pursuit of what sets your soul on fire. Most importantly, be yourself and know that you can do anything. And those are some motivational words from the Queen City Show. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much. That is so great. We are going to begin our interview talking to Leo Hall. Queen. I like Sylvie. it. Yeah, say it again. Continue. Don't stop. <laughs> <laughs> and we would love to hear from you on this terrific Tuesday. All of our guests is here in studio other than the Netherlands who will be on later on, but you're more than welcome to call in, ask our guest a question, give a shout out or um just call in and say hi to a girl. The number to do that on is two one four five five six six two three nine. I'm going to start out again, Leo, by welcoming you back Whoa. to the Queen Sylvie Show. It's a pleasure to be here. With a very show favorite and a friend of ours, a very popular Grammy-nominated vocalist, songwriter, guitarist, leader of the hardest working band in Texas, the Texas Blues Machine. Now, see, I know that Gary McGrath is going to say, no, he is the hardest working band, but no, actually, it is Leo Hall and the Texas Blues Machine. You know, you've been in the music industry, Leo, for decades. You definitely have traveled all over the world. You've seen them come and go in the industry. But currently, you are still playing hundreds of live shows each year damn you leo what is your secret or your motivation to continue to do it one more day that blessing yep that's all right one more day that's all right i can't even argue with you on that one because that's kind of my drive to keep doing what it is that i do and you all, you know that you are see at what point in your life did you sit back and say damn i really have an impact on people I mean, you realize I, you that. know it's it's um, it's kind of funny the impact you have on folks that you don't even know about, and, and uh, I did a show back on the fourth of July this year. Yeah, and uh, it, there was a lot of folks there. People all gathered around the stage, and there was a little girl. She was uh, maybe three, four years old at the most, and her and her mother were standing there, and she was stood there watching for about three songs. <laughs> so I turned around to the guys doing the next song, and I felt this tug on my leg. <laughs> and she had walked up on stage, and she motioned for me to come down to her level. So I bent over, and she said, could I have one of your CDs? <laughs> <laughs> now, what do you say? <laughs> of course you can have them. Right. <laughs> and uh, she was such a neat little kid. You put all yeah. those boxes of CDs yeah. in her little wagon and say, you, you go on. Yeah. Well, that's all right. That's you might, have, you might have just blessed an aspiring blues player that's going to carry on a legacy. So. Yeah, it was amazing. She was she was really attentive. <laughs> that's uh, nice. Just Don't that make you feel good, kid. though? Yeah, it does. It does. I know it yeah. does. It really does. Hmm. You know, you you are the leader of the texas um blues machine tell me who the name the names and the um what piece do they they play in the band uh my drummer's todd kennedy todd's been with me for going on nine years uh i have uh dave stammer on bass dave has been with me for seven eight years mike johnson on saxophone tim uh, mike's been with me five six years Tim Lawless on keyboards. Uh, Tim has been with me three years. And uh, lead guitar players, uh, we sw switch them out depending on where we are and what we're doing. But I have uh, little Jay Barrett uh, playing guitar with me now. Little Jay's a local Dallas guy. 
and he's a he's a great. Is boy. he a little guy? A little oh no, he's a, he's a <laughs> I bet you he's a big. That's why little Jay is about four hundred and fifty five pounds no, away. Oh no, he's 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 lean, mean machine. Let me tell you, he's a good looking guy and a great player too. Okay. Yeah. I'm not going to ask you what they, why they call him little, but that's a whole nother show. I know that's right. <laughs> but, you know, because you've been in the industry for so long and you and you know music, how easy or difficult is it for you when you, like, name one of your band members in this three years? How, how tough is it for that person to get into the band? I mean, what is it that you look for? Uh, I look for a fit. There's a lot of guys that that i play with and i and i when i'm local i like to get out to the jams and listen to the different players and and see what they're having to offer and what the local music scene's having to offer and uh you 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 pick up some really good players out there i, I like jam sessions yeah. when you go and they all network and get together that's kind of good for for someone that's just starting out as well right yeah yeah i've uh uh, I, I've actually picked up a lot of my players through jamming networks. Uh, I've had guys call me and say, you know, I, I'm looking to play with a band, and I heard you were looking for a keyboard player. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's how Tim, Tim got with me. Uh, he'd been touring with some national acts, and he was tired of the big-time rap race and wanted to slow down a little bit. And I got a call from him. I didn't know him from... Good band. Yeah. I mean, you guys really jam. Yep. I mean, Good I mean, y- I've I've never tapped my foot as much. Well, we, we have a philosophy. If you're not having a good time, you're right. in the wrong place. Right. And uh, anyone that don't fit into the band don't last more than one gig. Well, you know, when people, in my opinion, when they listen to you play, like like they don't know that he was serenading smooth Tim and myself before the show, <laughs> playing live music that no one has ever heard before. Some unreleased stuff, and wow, wait do you hear it. And uh, you, you, you can't pretend it. like you don't like the music that you're hearing because, you know, fight it if you will. Those tolls will start, and then, you know, hey, yeah. you know, yeah. you know that, right? Yeah, if you got a good groove... Uh, if, if your music's got a good groove, you're going to... See, see, gonna see I want Gary McGrath here to know as well, and you, Leo, but sometimes bands need that extra little to make the band sound complete. So I'm going to let you know I play the spoons, and I'm a hell of a spoons player. <laughs> Get I, them I, suckers out. I, I can freaking... <laughs> I can clack some spoons tune, and just give that that little li- little sound you <laughs> might be missing. Think, remember so, that. So my remember, they thought I could play the spoons really you well. Know? She realized I was just going after the ice cream. <laughs> Think how big the cowbell was. <laughs> Think how big the cowbell was. Very much so. <laughs> Very much so. For those unaware, 2011 Grammy nominated for a Contemporary Blues Album of the Year, Song of the Year with a hit, Birth of the Blues, and uh, you're still still writing hits, still singing songs and doing your thing. I like the song um, Bootleg and the Blues from one of your CDs entitled Bootleg and the Blues. You have numerous CDs, and for those, I will will announce them. Leo Hall, the Texas uh, Blues Machine 12-Pack of Blues. Uh, Smoking Out Texas. Smoking Out Texas. Out of. Out of. Out of. Out of oh, he gonna slang me. She got a one she track mind. Oh, oh, hold on, wait, Leo. Yes, she just seen I the smoking to... part, and this guy one track. Yeah. That, oh, well, he got the word smoking so big, I said smoking. <laughs> now you're talking. <laughs> and then he gets slang out of smoking out of 
Texas, not out of ain't no such thing. Once you in Texas, they don't let you go. <laughs> That's all right. We also have in the pocket or in the pocket. <laughs> and my favorite bootleg in the blues. In fact, I want to um, pause if I will and play bootleg in the blues because that Super. is definitely one of our favorites. Tim always has at least one six pack on listening to bootleg in the blues in the yard. So we're gonna play it for everybody. Everybody, Leo Hall, the Texas Blues Machine. Bootleg in the blues. in the blues in the blues if you don't know how to do that ask leo (laughs) your bootleg 
the damn blues. I tell you, we're enjoying ourselves here on this terrific Tuesday, uh, the Queen Silver Show. We'd love to hear from you. It's a great day out here. Uh, you're welcome to call in and ask our guest a question or give a shout out. That number to do it on is 214-556-6239. You know, um, Leo, some people call you the barroom poet. Have you heard that before? Mm-hmm. You have? Yeah. Is it true? Do you, do you feel of that Of course way? it's true. Why? Because <laughs> you know you that bi- sh- In the music <laughs> business, no one would ever exaggerate. Okay. Isn't that right? He's claiming, right. His, <laughs> claiming his throne. So what do they call you? Gary. Gary. <laughs> <laughs> you better have to say Gary. <laughs> she said husband, but we're not going to go into any of that. You know, some artists out there, uh, Leo, they may say that they're uh, really a downhole blues person, but if... I'm sure that you've heard or seen some people that not really into the blues because when they perform, they don't really feel what they're doing, feel what they're saying. People don't feel the music. But when I listen to your music, I know that you you really feel you was in here with your eyes rolling in your head playing this music early this morning. And I was like, he already this early in the morning, you really can get into it. And I was really feeling it right now. I'm right there. I mean, I was hand boning while you were That's playing. Right. We were doing a little, we were doing yeah. a little country here, here this morning. Gary. Oh, we were jamming. We, we had a jam. We had the, we had the spoons going. And the, the we had a jam. And the whole deal. <laughs> he missed it. We had yeah. a jam session. <laughs> Right, <laughs> <laughs> you missed it seriously. And but you know if, that's real. <laughs> what do you learn from playing the blues? What do you learn from even listening to yourself? Yeah, peace, fun, good times. That's in our industry. As I said, if you're not having a good time, you're in the wrong place. And um, you know, I see a lot of artists who strung out and they're not having a good time and i wonder what in the hell i mean excuse me what the heck they're no you mean that what the hell yeah what what are they doing here right if they're not having a good time their life's too short yes it is so you best enjoy every day because it ain't gonna last so when you're when you're writing songs and you are are singing Mm -hmm. songs that you write do you have to be in a bad mood to strike a good blues song or is it always in a cool happy mood that you can just flow it anyway because you know some blues songs is like really tearful like and you're like what were you going through to make you come out that great you you, I, i don't believe people write songs I truly don't. True, true song artists don't write songs. It's they, from the they, experience. They capture songs. Uh, you, it's hard to sit down and write a song. Uh, I'm fortunate to be able to capture songs. They, I, I believe that lyrics and songs float through the air. They float through your mind. They float through the universe. And you have to capture And them. they come your way. And if you're lucky, you can grab them capture them write them down but Mm. if you try to remember that sucker the next day not gonna happen (laughs) can you relate to that gary no it's not oh yeah 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 he's like i was in the bar and that song hit me but i woke up and forgot the dang lyrics (laughs) (laughs) boy you got that right yeah i know i know it's never happened to gary but uh but it happens even happens as a comedian for time we're getting ready to do a song we'll be going and I turn around to the band and say, "Did anybody know the first word of this song?" All the time. Uh, you too, huh? <laughs> and, That's crazy. And it's what I wrote. <laughs> That's crazy. But as a comedian, I can surely relate to that. There's sometimes where you know my rule: don't drink before you get on stage at all. Because I made a mistake and did that and got up there and they were looking at me and I'm looking at them like, what are you looking at? I don't even know what the hell I'm supposed to be doing here. 
who took my drink no i'm just <laughs> i'm just kidding but you know i i would love to um enjoy a live performance for everyone to um hear if you don't mind i one of my favorite songs i is called king of the blues and it started out birth of the blues and then as gary knows you mm-hmm. you uh, rewrite songs as they evolve and you look back and say boy i could have done this a little different <laughs> and uh so i, I think that would be a good one to do All right. and it's a song about three of the great blues players uh robert johnson mm-hmm. uh, hank williams and Stevie Ray Vaughan, and that that takes in the true blues, the country, and the rock. I like blues. that. So it goes a little bit. You see, the blues are born down in Mississippi. They live up in Chicago too. They're alive down on Beale Street, anywhere you play the blues. They live in country, thrive in rock and roll, feeling when you feel a little pain, deep down in your soul. They ride on a freight train, overloaded running late. They died in a poison whiskey bottle, Mississippi, back in 38. He was a king of the blues. And that night, old Robert Johnson paid all his dues. See the blues that live in a tar paper shack reside in a mansion too they live on both sides of the track and they live in me and you and right on a riverboat live in a brothel shack the blues is always leaving and it's always looking back it lived in the 60s we were all trying to be free Cause you see it died in the backseat of a Cadillac Up in Virginia back in 53 He was a king of the blues And that night old Hank Williams Paid all his dues The blues that lives in the man Oh, Lord, when he's down and sad. And in a woman, did not know what she had. In the middle of the night, when you're picking one to choose, out of necessity, when you got everything to lose. It lives down in Texas. Where that sun's so bright and shiny Cause it died in a helicopter Going down back in 1990 He was the king of the blues At that night old Stevie Ray Vaughn Paid all his dues 
he was a king of the blues. And that night, old Stevie, Ray Vaughn, paid all his dues. Yes, I like that. It's like a documentary. Yes. A good one indeed. A very good one indeed. And good one indeed. You know what? What's some lessons that you might have learned throughout your career that uh, some fresh artists out there might benefit from? Don't smoke the hot end of a joint. <laughs> <laughs> they stupid if they do that. Right. Yes. <laughs> I'm just being. You are I'm, not. It's you my serious. attempt at humor. Right. Okay. That's all right. Bring it on, baby. Bring it on. Kind of messes up the whistling right. part of your next song. <laughs> you sing your next song. Like You're like out. <laughs> but you can really feel it. <laughs> That's true. True story. <laughs> some, for some reason, I think that you're serious about that advice right there. Like, <laughs> you like is this what? from experience right here? <laughs> Stories I've heard. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> So how do you get the? How do you think? You know, just like you spoke about the young girl who asked for a CD. How do you suppose we can get the younger generation to continue and to get into more blues? I I think if they're exposed to it, uh, you have a lot of great blues artists and you have a lot of great blues players, and there are two different. There's two different categories. a blues artist creates a blues player repeats so you have a lot of good players out there that can play other people's music and play it fantastic cover you have yeah you have you have a few that create new stuff and uh, i think that's where you capture uh, the new audiences through the new stuff the old stuff everybody's doing Mm -hmm. i mean Mm -hmm. Uh, Stevie, God bless his soul, is an incredible artist. Yes, but everyone's playing his music, and and it's. I think they're not creating when they yeah. could be. There's a lot of cover bands: Michael cover, Michael Jackson cover band, Beatles band, Kiss band. But they should go out, in your opinion, and create uh, something on their own. Yeah, we do the Leo Hull cover band. <laughs> well, well, you know, that's, that's, I think it's better to keep it authentic, right? You're silly, but you're authentic. So. No, you got to be kidding me. I've, I've, I've had come, I've had clubs say, "Hey, man, do you guys do uh, cover bands?" And I say, "Yeah, man, we do. Yeah, <laughs> what band do you cover? Leo Hull's band." Well, you're telling it like it is, <laughs> the, the right? Texas Blues Machine. That's right. who we cover. Well, you're telling it like it is. <laughs> oh, that's true. They be like Fun. smart ass, but you keep telling it like it is. I like the authenticity in you. Yeah, and a lot of uh, Gary can relate to this. A lot of clubs you. When you're booking, and I do a lot of my own booking, you know, whatever, everybody says, hey, man, you charge too much money. Well, my great come, my comeback every time is, we don't charge too much. Your club can't afford us. There you go. That's what you're telling me, right? No, man, we can afford you. Then why don't you pay me? Right. If you can afford me. You're worth it. <laughs> and and that's, what you, that's the stand you have to take. So when you're booking clubs, you know, you just got to say no. Right. I feel you on that. Or you're going to get stiffed. You know, they'll get you in there. And nah, I got some fellas that collect my money. There you go. Mm. I bet they can. They carry specialize in knocking out people. Yeah, they specialize in some stuff. Sometimes yeah. I'll just, 
Sometime I'll tell you. Keep you. your boys posted up on every corner. I'm waiting on you. So they can put that thing on you. Put that thing on you. That shit to have you in the corner. I'm just, kid, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I've so, never, never been. Tell the truth. You, you know, you got into that specializing knocking out teeth. They don't know that song. There's a song about that there. That's right. And those are lyrics, but it's true. You have some exceptional mm-hmm. music out there and great CDs. Tell everybody where they can go to and purchase some of your music. Uh, Amazon, name name all the uh, download digitals. There. Is it is it free or do you have to pay? Huh. I was just I, I threw that one on you right there because you know he's well, talking about these clubs and I'm like you be- you you can't possibly have all this music out there. For when I, when I released this CD or bootlegging the blues, I didn't mean for them to take it literally, <laughs> but that's what happened. Uh, you, we had all the. Uh, nations that had uh, evolved out of the Russian collapse of the Russian Empire over there, and they were all in the pirating business, Mm. and we unfortunately sold them some CDs, and they unfortunately reproduced them wow uh to the ends and uh which cut overseas in, yeah which cut into sales big time I but bet. i can always tell so they took the title literally yeah they took that they thought that the I'd picture oh, bootleg blue hey, yeah man, we bootleg blues <laughs> <laughs> so, so you see uh, your boys over there to see say, your shit know. at the right. swap meet i thought i don't remember selling this oh my God. but uh <laughs> no what we what we did uh and it's something, Gary, that I, I uh, do. You can always tell if someone has copied your music. Uh, after the show, I'll tell you a little little trick that I do on my music to see if it's copied or real. That's and right. even the publishers don't know it. So <laughs> Nice. Because he got his boys posted up on every no, corner. They, but, but when they reproduce it, there are certain things. That well, that's a good, smart thing to do, though, on the real. Prince, Prince it's, protected it's, his It's, it's depressing. Music. <laughs> well, you know, before you begin and do your last song, I want you to um, tell everybody how you can be followed on social media and contacted for booking. Facebook, Facebook is a big is a big deal right now. It's a you'll get to it after you, yeah, you're such a busy it's, guy. It's a it's tremendous uh, tool, marketing tool from all aspects of business, and then all your um, uh, CD babies, your uh, internets. Uh, our website. They just can Google you yep. and find you everywhere. They, they can Google Leo Hall and the Texas Blues Machine, and you'll find out more than you really want to know. Uh-oh, that's got them Now, are you, you do yes. your own publicist? You're your own publicist right now? There's a rumor to that effect. Okay, just one. <laughs> that's terrible. But, you know, I will say that, so if there's a rumor to that effect, uh-huh. you are your own stylist, because I dig how you dress and wear your clothes. I dig Thank your you. hats. I'm a hat person too. Um, um, it's like the damn comedy, right? That person too hat wears good good hats. Um, he's on tip of my tongue. We were just talking about him, Stevie. Yes, I like the hat, Stevie. I like the shirts, Next. all that that tie, and I I loved your shoes. What size shoes you wear? Seven and a half. That'll work. That'll work. That'll uh, work. Huh. That'll work. So, is there any upcoming uh, performances that you have also? Believe it or not, I am going to be local this Friday night. All right. A little old joint over in Irving, Texas okay. called Tio Carlos. Okay. It's a little Mexican uh, restaurant over there. and That's we, all right. When we're in town, we sneak in there every once in a while. They're friends of ours, and we... Uh, well, that's all right. We sneak in there. What time and, uh, is this to begin? 
I believe seven o'clock. It's a sh- early show. I, I, the problem but, is I'm, I'm not normally. I mean, I don't normally see people in the daylight. Oh, okay. You old vampire, <laughs> you. Right. <laughs> you old vampire, you. Okay. Well, well, well. Bless me with this song. And by the way, tickets are what two, three, four hundred dollars. Tickets are a thousand dollars a piece, but Friday night we have them on special. You see. All right. You well. know. Wait a minute. And all joking aside, I've seen yes. something quick that uh, uh, the the president's boy is going to be down the street here yeah, at he AT&T. Yeah. And if oh, you're interested, boy. you can buy a seat at a table to listen no. to him speak for $5,000. Yep, that's right. Does that come with pizza? Yeah, right. you get a slice of right. pizza and a napkin, awesome. I believe. And yeah. the damn table and chairs, too. What are you talking about? <laughs> that kind of money. But, hey, hey, listen, you can go see Bill and Hillary over in Irving. They're going to be there um, sometime in November oh. with their... Uh, pony or their uh, <laughs> damn me. That. <laughs> wrong side of the board for that show. <laughs> Rewind that joke. Uh, I'm going to back that one up and we'll go on to the okay. next one. Now they're going to be over. Th- uh, by the way, uh, are you guys familiar with our new uh, music center that we have over in Irving? Is we haven't visited Texas it yet. Musicians Museum? No, no, no. no? no downtown Irving, we have a, it's called the Music Factory. Oh. And we've got national touring acts that are in there every week. Oh. And uh, we've had ZZ Top, Standard. Oh, I've seen that on TV. No, I haven't and had a chance. Let me tell you, that's, that's an incredible, incredible pavilion. I so remember seeing it that. on the news. The only thing, and they said something about some handicapped person was upset because they had to go from the third floor to the first floor to go pee-pee. Oh, well, so they didn't have that. to. That was a choice. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Okay. You know what I'm saying? No, that's I a choice. I carry my porta Wait, potty. Leo, it, it depends. Uh, it's a oh, choice. Great. <laughs> boom, boom, boom. Yeah, give yourself two points, Tim. It depends. Right. All right, let's get it on with this live performance. What song do we have? I, gee, I, I lost it. I know. <laughs> that, that's Tim, Tim and our. Uh, <laughs> Here we go. The song's entitled You Gotta Pay Your Dues. All right. My mama was 93. She was 93 years old. My mama was 93. 93 years old. Well, I ask her mama how you get that wisdom in your soul. She said, son, that's a story must be told. She said, you got to pay your dues. You got to pay your dues. Well, a doctor, a lawyer, a peddler, and a pimp. Well, they're living on the edge from all laws they think they are exempt. But when push comes to shove, you know they're gonna choose. Cause when you roll the dice too many times You're gonna lose And when you do You're gonna pay your dues 
pay your dues Well a bookie, a policeman And ladies of the night Well they all grew up together man They all know wrong from right <clears throat> But when the sun goes down You know they gotta choose Cause when you're on the street rolling the dice Sometime you're gonna lose And when you do You're gonna pay your dues You're gonna pay your dues Spend a little time down in Huntsville Guest of the state, all expenses paid. You gotta pay your dues. Mm-hmm. You heard it here. You heard it where am? First, himself. You gotta pay your dues. And you got to get those CDs because they're out there. There's some nice, nice, nice music. And you know what? You wrote every song on Bootleg and the Blues, right? Uh, all those albums except the first one. There's all right. A, That's what's covers up. on the first one. You're yeah. a writing brother right there mm-hmm. and making hits on that. Blessing people at little small places for 300 a ticket. I think that is really <laughs> <laughs> generous. Medicine. Uh, it's a tough of life, but somebody has to do it. I am just kidding. I thank you so much for you coming bet. back on the show. You know, we, we definitely love you and follow thank you. you. And I'm going to try and be down to Irving on what day again? Friday night. This what? this coming Friday night. This coming Friday Seven night. Seven That's what's o'clock up. o'clock in Irving. That's what's up. All right. Thank you very much, Leo. Thank stay, you. stay right here. Don't go anywhere. I believe we have the Netherlands online. Edith, is that you? Edith? Hello. Well, maybe not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Edith, are you there? I'm over here. <laughs> no, the, I don't I don't I don't hmm. I saw her there. That's what I thought. Yeah. Nope. There you are. Oh, there we go. Edith, are you there? I'm here. Whoa, you blew me down, Edith. Speak for me again. I can't get you in real good. Oh, we can't, we can't really hear you very well. Okay. I think this connection is very bad. Sounds uh-huh. kind of bad, yeah. Maybe yeah. give us a call quick back. Well, well, I'll tell you what. Hang up and recall back, and maybe we'll get it in better. Okay, yeah. We'll call back. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> well, while we're waiting for that, I got a question for you, Leo. See? Uh, <clears throat> years and years ago, when I was starting to play, a friend of mine who was a touring musician for a lot of the uh, kind of bluesier pop stars in the the early to late uh, 70s stopped me and just said what gives you the right to play the blues Hmm. and it took me a while to realize he wasn't being cynical or putting me down he just wanted to make sure that there was that real feeling there so if someone to ask you know and when sylvie asked you know what where does the blues come from do you have to be in a good mood or a bad mood or where does it come from what do you think of that prospect of how there's a lot of purists that say, oh, you can only play the blues if you have this, this, that, and the other. What do you think <coughs> if, if someone would ask you the same question? What gives you the right to play the blues? What, what brings that joy out? Well, it's because you're alive. 
and and that's the number <laughs> that's one thing. One. And uh, yeah, and uh, uh, you know, the blues is what you feel. Somebody else's blues is not your blues. So when you when you listen to BB King, that's BB's blues. And when you to Stevie, that's Stevie's blues. So so people play other people's blues unless they're creating. And my question would be to the guy who asked me that question, what gives you the right to play the blues? Because it's the blues is personal. And it's different with every individual. That's why we have such great diversity in the blues. And the purists are, most of them, what I call repeat players because they're playing somebody else's music. So I would stop that right back off. Love it. <laughs> then he pulled off the ooze and he'd be like, oh. All right. Edith is back. <laughs> right. All right, Edith, you there? I wish we can you hear me really good right now or really bad i i hear you you okay you're better you can hear us yes oh, i can absolutely what I <laughs> okay well uh i hope it's not good enough well 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 i'll hang up on you if it's not no i'm just kidding edith i want to welcome you to the queen silver show okay we can hear the rim is there as well yes Yes, Karina was here as well. I'm sorry. Uh, all right. Well, you got, you know, um, I wanted to just briefly touch bases with you about um, Halloween because Halloween is coming up. And uh, I know that you, if everyone doesn't know, Edith is a writer and a comedian over in the Netherlands, but she does comedian, comedy, excuse me, in Dutch. Uh, Spanish and in English so being over in the Netherlands what's the difference uh, with Halloween between the Dutch American and Mexican traditions well you see uh, I'm speechless on that one, Edith. That is terrible. But hey, yeah. Um, <laughs> well, I, I know that in America it's like a very big thing, you know, the Halloween thing. But I'm from Mexico, and um, I didn't really grow up with all the Mexican traditions. Uh, but for instance, we have the Muertos. I don't know if you know that. No. Day of the Dead. Yes. 
So when we have the celebration in Mexico, mm -hmm. uh, it's usual to have uh, a picnic at night at the graveyard with with your relatives where they're bur uh, buried. Mm -hmm. But let's be honest, that's impossible to do that in the Netherlands. I mean, if you would do that here in the Netherlands, it would be considered very <laughs> Oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's not possibility here. But you know what? Karim and I were actually discussing uh, a few minutes ago uh, Halloween. And I was thinking, you know, what is the scale of two? And I, I was thinking about that. So I think I'm going to go with the ugly Jewish Hollywood director? Oh, okay, fuck it. I mean Harvey Weinstein. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I think that's the thing, you know? That's a good but, uh, one. But Karim wants to tell you a little bit about his idea for Halloween as well. Okay, fine. Yeah, hey, Karim, how are you? Hi, right, Karim. Hey, I'm doing fine. I'm doing fine. Um, you know, I, I just wanted to discuss something with you. I've been thinking of, of some kind of um, pussy magnet um, to, to attract women. <laughs> As a costume. Yeah, yeah. So I, I made up this uh, magneto type of character mm -hmm. um, and I call it an unlimited credit card costume. Because if <laughs> that doesn't attract women, I really do not know what will. <laughs> That's a good one. That is really a good one. And it might work. You're going to get skanky. Yeah, You're going to uh, get all kind of people following behind you. But I like that very much. Yeah, you know, you, I thought about something creative. So <laughs> That's a creative. But we're wondering, what are your, we're wondering, what are your Halloween costumes going to look like? Um, no, I, I I don't even get into Halloween costumes. It's Halloween for me every day when I wake up in the morning. I'm like, oh, boo. Okay, so no, I, I don't get into it. I'm not doing any costumes this year. Actually, that's a little bit like the same in Holland, in, in the Netherlands, I mean. I mean, if you dress up, and I mean not so much like in a costume, but if you wear makeup and you're actually dressed very nice, that's considered a Halloween costume here in the Netherlands. <laughs> in the Netherlands, boo, every day. I'm in costume every day. So, yeah, I appreciate that. You know, um, I know that before, for those listeners who are not aware, Edith has had a run-in with bad dates a lot. And we've tried to give the advice to help out on the bad dates. And I want to ask you now, how is your current dating life? Well, that's why the connection was so bad. We're actually at a toilet right now. Yeah. Um, Karim and I are on a date. But you're we're having toilet. sort of a problem. Right. You're, you're, you guys are in the bathroom right now? Yeah, that's why the connection is so bad. <laughs> He's in the women's bathroom, or you in the men's bathroom? Uh, I actually sneaked into the men's yeah. bathroom. <laughs> exactly, so. <laughs> ah, okay. So I'm probably going to be kicked out. So, so you guys have dished your dates, then their dates are out there, and you are in the restroom. Yes. Well, maybe Karim can tell you a little bit about so far our double dates. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So 
you know, we both uh, took a separate date. Um, I took a girl, and of course, Edith took a guy. Uh, but the problem is, uh, they now are kind of flirting with each other. And um, to make matters even worse, both our dates suggested that, you know, we could have a foursome together. Yeah, and of course, I don't want that. I mean, come on. I'm, I'm, I'm on a date with this guy, and he suggests a foursome? What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, what the fuck? Right. Foursome? Gee, really cricket. So you two ran into the men's restroom to call the Queen Silver Show. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm so kind of honored, but, you know. They're going to have to cover the this queen and the Crisco because that could get so expensive. So now you're at the point of deciding what to do, I would assume. Well, I, I was wondering if you could give me like advice because I, honestly, of course, I'm not going to do the four song. Um, uh, Kareem, Kareem is sort of happening, I think. Yeah, because <laughs> I mean, I really not know what what to think of it. I mean, I don't have to look at him, right? Well, you know what? That's crazy. Before before we go any further, because this this here. Um, it entitles for some really good advice, and I do want to pause and introduce to you whom else is here, Edith and uh, Karim in studio, because you, seriously, your advice is going to come into play. <laughs> I have the group, <laughs> and they're laughing because oh, oh, they got some things to tell you. But first, it, don't don't give it out. I'm just going to introduce you first. We we have in studio the McGrath Project, and that's Eric and Gary. Hello. <laughs> Hi, Eric and Gary. <laughs> yes, and I also have. Did you hear the music before you came on? Yeah, yeah, I heard it a little bit. That, that is Mr. Leo Hall. He is here in studio as well. Good morning. Good morning. And then you know, smooth to well, here. Good evening. <laughs> yeah, because it's like seven o'clock at night there. <laughs> yeah, and this and smooth Tim is here. So what I'm going Hi, to Edith, do, Edith, I'm going to let them marinate for a few minutes on what their decision or input advice is going to be as far as whether to uh, how to ditch the dates and whether she should do the foursome. And for um, Karim, we need to find out. Uh, to convince him not to do the foursome or to do the foursome, I have no idea. But what I'm going to do is I'm going to pause. I'm going to get this commercial break on. And when we return, no, we're going wait, to hear. Wait, wait, wait. Let me you right there. Um, I mean, Who needs Dr. Dr. Phil right. when you've got the Queen <laughs> Sylvie right. show? Absolutely. Right. So we're going to get our pause on. advice. Right. We're going to go on, get our pause on. We're going to listen to the commercials. We're going to come back and we're going to find out what advice we can do to help Karim and Edith from the Netherlands and their dating situation and then we're going to jam on the rest of the evening the afternoon excuse me with the McGrath project so you are now listening to the Queen's hey catch the review of Joy and Company every Monday in the Grey Bull stream from 7 to 9 p.m. you'll be able to hear engaging informative and thought-provoking conversations with best-selling and award-winning authors of faith-based literature each week that's the review with Joy and Company every Monday Grey Bull stream 7 to 9 p.m. on fishbowlradionetwork.com jump in 
When it's time to advertise your company, business, product, service, think fishbowlradio.com. The largest personality-driven internet radio network in the world. Operating 24-7 with over 100 diverse shows, music, talk, news, inspirational, sports, entertainment, 750,000 listeners a month and growing, local, national, global. Now is the time to take advantage of the growth potential of internet radio advertising with fishbowlradio.com. Call 817-633-4880 and Jump in! The State Fair of Texas now has printed home tickets. Can you do one with more emphasis on the word print? And smile, please. Take 24. Go online to get your printed home ticket. That sounded like you said print, not print. Let's go again. Get your State Fair of Texas printed home tickets. Listen, when you say print, it needs to convey the fact that you can easily buy tickets, coupon vouchers, and family packs online. State Fair of Texas. Buy your tickets, coupon vouchers, and family packs online now at bigtex.com forward slash radio. I'm MJ Moody, and you're listening to the Queen Sylvia Show. Toss Catering and Event Productions is a full-service catering and special events company that delivers a fresh, fun, and interactive experience. Led by Fernando J. Asensio, Toss Catering and Event Production combines a superb taste, unique presentation, and interactive services to create unforgettable events and memorable experiences. Their passion for food and avant-garde thinking sets them apart and has won them awards and recognition along with the trust of their clients from which they cater to on a regular basis. Visit www.tosscatering.com today. Toss Catering and Event Production creates the best experience for all your catering needs. Jump in. And we are back yes. with the queen. Yes, a great afternoon here. It's a beautiful day. I hope you all are enjoying your day. We are enjoying ourselves here on the Queen Silver Show. We're talking to Edith Verhook and Karim La Rosa. La Rosa? La Rosa. Yeah. Edith and Kim. All right. Well, we're, go- we're going to figure out this problem here uh, to recap. Edith and uh, Karim is on a double date. They happens to have a double date who is digging each other and want to do a foursome dig em session so, to force them or not to force them. right that, that is, is the, the question. question so god i've been thinking about that i just went to the bathroom I okay so, well, so, uh, so what I'm advice do we have so uh edith maybe uh since you don't don't want to be involved maybe you could be more of a behind the scenes. <laughs> the cameraman, actress. right? The camera person, yeah. We need to document it. Or well, I can, I can you could do a play, something. Like, play, like a sportscaster and, and just, just tell the audience what's going on. Narrator, right? Yeah. Ah, that's pretty Back good. I, that's I, pretty I, good. I think alternating threesomes would be the. Uh, but <laughs> but she doesn't want to get involved I mean, in that. some sort of translation when all you hear is. That goes back to normal, right? <laughs> Damn. It just kind of loses a little bit. That's crazy. That's a good one, though, to video. If you don't want to do it and Kareem wants to do it, you can video him. I'm not going to say profit off of it, but, I mean, you can. You document. Can, document. It, it can be a document. You can video it, and then everybody can sit back, have drinks, and, 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 and popcorn, and watch the movie. See, that's why Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Just do the video. You record it afterwards. Have drinks, a little something to eat, and everybody watch the movie. 
you know, like cocktail party. Yeah, 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 yeah. So to speak. (laughs) Or both of you guys just climb out the window and leave those two and let them go ahead and do their thing. I mean, that has happened before where someone's went on a double date and the double dates actually kind of appeal to each other. So, I mean, it happens. Kareem, I, I, you, you're a bad boy. You want to do it. Kareem's like, oh, yeah. Hell yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready now. Kareem. Kareem? So basically, you want us to leave the two behind? Or I want to ask Kareem why he wants to do the foursome. Well, I don't know. I just, you know, she's not very ugly, you know, my date. And. You know, I, I, I don't know. I, I was, you know, I was hesitant a little bit about doing it or not, or I, I want to discuss this with Edith, but she doesn't want it, period. Will you let Edith video you? Uh, yeah, of course, but <laughs> only one rule. No clothes on. Oh, Edith can video, but she has to be with no clothes on. Yeah, I mean, what's set up? Funny, funny part about that. What about alternating threesomes? <laughs> <laughs> I think I would rather uh, just walk away from this date and ditch the date I brought. Actually, that that is a good, decent thing and, to and do. Stick with Korea. Yeah. yeah, I would walk straight past them and leave their asses sitting at the table and just walk straight past them out the door. I'd climb. Yeah, up. because I'm actually curious. I mean, first one. <laughs> Yeah. Song at about I mean, you know, and Tim, would you do the uh, the double date and then go to Hell no. No, no. no. <laughs> it's apparent that it's not your thing either, so you do the right thing and just like, you know, skip to the loo, my darling. Go on and on about your way. You, 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 you're a beautiful girl. You're going to find the right person. I mean, it's obviously that that one was not Kareem, you little bad boy, you. Get some help, Kareem. Get some help. He's trying to call, call Dr. Phil. No, but two men, one woman. No, no, no. I, I think I'm going to leave as well. Yeah, leave, leave as well because, I mean, what are you going to get out of that after the nut? A dope attraction. What else? You know. And, and they may rob you anyways. I mean, you go without Edith into something like this here, you know, lustfully. You're liable to lose your credit card, your clothes, your, your, all your, they may kick your ass afterwards. You got to be careful, you know. All your credit because that's what not I cheap. Said, Phil, but he's very persistent. He really wants to do it. Well, you know what, Tom, I, I would go along and video him with my clothes on so that afterwards when he feel bad about what he's done, you can put it in his face really hard by making him watch it. No, this is what you did. No, no, you did that. And regret that they did that stuff to him, the things they could do. Did, did, uh, it. did someone write the song, They Escaped Through the Bathroom Window? <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Nope. Time All to right. bounce. Yeah. yeah. All right. I think we we need to hang up because uh, our dates are still <laughs> still in the bathroom. Yeah. Out of that door, and them dates is muffing each other. I don't know. Yeah, be careful. <laughs> yeah, be careful. They, are, they seem hot. Yeah, they're hot. You gotta watch them. Yeah, I walk right past it. But you yeah. know what? Still hungry? No, I already. Keep ate. keep me posted on what happens. I I would love to hear the final outcome of what happens on this date, and then you guys do the right thing. 
I will. By the way, I just wanted to congratulate congratulate you on uh, winning the best um, uh, radio show of the year, then. And Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Edith, before you go, <laughs> stop it and cut. Edith, before you go, why don't you tell everybody how you can be followed on on social media? Uh, you can follow me. On uh, hashtag KRM8, number eight. On hashtag hot boy, you are just. Go cool yourself. <laughs> <down>. <laughs> Go cool yourself down. Make the right decision and keep me posted on how things going, Edith and uh, Karim. We totally will. Thank you so much for your time, Sophie. And have a good evening. Bye bye. Bye, kids. Have a great show. Bye bye. Oh yes. Well, you know, if you be approached to do your your band. Uh, the the McGrath band. I'm oh, sure that there's the a lot of hotties. Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> a lot of hotties throwing <laughs> panties and bras up on stage, right? Yeah, that's when they stick. Is that's <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, like nasty. <laughs> All right, let me <laughs> let me pause for just a moment. Go to the lines and say eight one seven. Welcome to the Queen Sylvie Show. State your name and where you're calling from. Hey, my queen. It's John, the comedy cop. Hey, John, the comedy cop. How are you today? I'm doing well. I just broke for lunch and uh, I was listening to the show and I wanted to call you guys just to once again congratulate you and Tim on a fantastic and well-deserved win. Well, I sure you guys appreciate are, it. You guys are amazing and uh, I support you 100%. I just wanted to just give you my blessings and say you guys are doing a great job. Well, thank well, you. Thank you, John. I appreciate you calling in. And by the way, John, um, since you're here, you may as well go ahead and plug Laughter Saved Lives as a foundation that makes a difference for the fallen officers, our nonprofit organization, charities. We bring laughter to them. So tell everybody a little bit about that there and how you. Uh, well, uh. Profit organizations um, for foreign firefighters, police, military. Um, you, know, you know as well, we did a uh, show not too long ago at the Arlington Improv yes. for the, the, the Animal Humane Society. We have a show coming up on February 24th for uh, uh, horse rescue. That's going to be a lot of fun. That's going to yes. be out in Melissa, Texas. That's going to be a lot of fun. We'll get you more information on that. But uh, our goal is just uh, laughter is the best medicine. And um, yeah, if you can make someone smile, at least once a day, you are uh, you're making a difference in their lives. And that's what we're all about. I'm glad to be part of it. I'm glad you're part of it. And uh, shout out to all the comics that are part of it. Yes. Um, they've been a great help. Um, I can't thank everybody enough. Well, tell everybody how you can be followed. Uh, you can get me on uh, Facebook at Comedy Cop um, 1. Or you can uh, look at org for our upcoming events. All right. Thank you very much. Well, I thank you for coming hey. in. Well, you guys have a great day and keep doing what you're doing. Thank you. you Thanks, do John. Same. Thanks, John. All right, guys. God bless. Bye. Take care. <laughs> All right. We're going to continue this afternoon and uh, 
get our rock on we have uh the mcgrath project in studio we also have leo hall here uh he's beating down the hose right now he's get off of it <laughs> i'm just kidding he's signing autographs for hoes <laughs> no i'm just kidding he's, he's uh, <laughs> he, he wasn't signing autographs that wasn't a penny head in his hand he was bootlegging the blues <laughs> he's bootlegging the blues stop it <laughs> look he's look at him he's so smooth he don't mind he was like open the door and let them hoes in here <laughs> no we are having a great time acting silly on this to river tuesday fishbowl radio network we'd love to hear from you we're about to begin our interview with gary mcgrath of the mcgrath project and eric eric over there i'm so sorry if i would have had that name because someone didn't send me something I would not be sounding like I just met you right yeah, now. Who's the head of this project, anyhow? <laughs> right. <laughs> but, you well, <laughs> but you're more than welcome to call in that number to do it on. It's 214, excuse me, 5566239. I do want to welcome you back to the Queen Sylvie Show. Always good to be here. You are a show favorite and a friend as well, multi-Grammy winning producer, founder and executive director of the Texas State Men and Boys Choir. You are the lead vocalist and guitarist of the McGrath Project, a Dallas-Fort Worth, Texas indie pop rock and roll band here. I present to you, Gary McGrath. Hey. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, no. We're going to. Are you kidding gonna, me? Yes. We're going to do that one over. Right. Smooth was mesmerized hey, hey, at the moment. Yeah, you I, had me. I was just like, wow, all of that? Yes, he's this all, guy is just simply. All, all of that and more. Amazing. amazing. Okay, producer, <laughs> I present to you Gary McGrath, everybody. <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. All right, well, you, you mentioned it earlier. I'm going you know to what me. I was doing? What? Yeah, you were sleeping. <laughs> you were doing that there. But I, I mentioned it before, and I want you to once again introduce to me um, Eric. This is Eric. No, hey. no. No, give him the round of applause. Eric is our manager. Our, <laughs> you know. All right, Eric, they want to put you on the spot like that. So I'll tell you what. What do you want the world to know? About I'm uh, representing the project in the Gary McGrath project, so I'm. They are so simple. So you're the P in the project, right? Yeah, I'm yeah. the right. P, Master P, <laughs> uh, <laughs> and I play bass with Gary, and uh, we're uh, working together on this uh, record we're doing. That's all right. You know, uh, Gary, I want to say that a while back, Smooth Tim and myself saw pictures, and I was like, wow, where is he in the Bahamas? Where is he at with all that pretty water? And this beautiful girl was with him. I said, they eloped. <laughs> and then when they came back and announced their engagement, I said, oh, I bet they eloped. But engaged or married? Correct. Engaged, engaged to the beautiful... Deborah, shout out to Deborah right now. Mm -hmm. She's about to run you, you know, but no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it was like all over social media. I mean, you could not miss it. Gary. I bet everyone was guessing were they married or it, not married. That was a um, plan. You planned that to mess no, with our it's heads. It's just kind of funny because we like, as you mentioned, we have the McGrath Project and we have the Texas Statement of Boys Choir. We mm -hmm. have our independent record company mm -hmm. on top of that and. Um, and and with that we have uh, you know this, this two studios that we kind of work out of one of which is Eric's studio in Denton, and so there's always something going on. And we were getting ready to do a big concert and a big CD release with the uh, the Texas State Men and Boys Choir, the Dorothy Shaw Bell Choir, and the Texas Girls Choir, and we just wanted to get out of town. 
just to decompress. That's all right. That's all right. And so we took off, and with social media, you you go to places and uh, that you've never been, and she had never been to Santa Fe, and so we went there, and so we were walking around taking pictures. Then we went to the Grand Canyon and walked wow. around and took pictures, and we did uh, four corners, and uh, I played a show in Vegas and a show in Los wow. Angeles, and then came back, and it was this kind of loop of the the southwest of the country, and. It started getting a lot of what you just said. Did you guys go to Vegas and get married? Mm-hmm. It's like, no. Should we say anything? And <laughs> so it was kind of like, let's let's see who's taking bets. And it was just a really yes, kind of it was a bet. it was it was one in in our home whether it happened or not. But mm-hmm. I want you to know that the wife to be said that doesn't count as a honeymoon. No, right? No, 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 no. Right? Okay, she enjoyed that, but like, no, that was just no drive-through marriage. Okay. No, no, no McWedding. <laughs> That's all right. All right. So the McGrath. Uh, project has been uh, together for how long? Uh, it's been going on and off for over a decade. Because you were always, in California yes. before. And uh, the band started because I was working in, in studio. Actually, before I even moved to California, I, I had uh, this band and like a lot of projects. And as uh, uh, Mr. Hull will know, Mr. You, Hull, you, have, Mr. Hull? <laughs> you always have this kind of rotating door of musicians, uh, whether it's, you know, everyone gets along or availability or you know, taste and in, in music changes or life direction. And one of the records that uh, I did was at Eric's studio. Mm-hmm. And Eric was in this uh, kind of progressive funk metal thing. <laughs> he uh, smiles when definitely you say alternative. It. <laughs> and it was a band that really should have, I believe, should have been on the radio all the time. And it was, uh, I re- always respected Eric's playing. And that kind of became the standard for me for bass players. And when I moved to Los Angeles and I would be uh, working in recording studios as an engineer, I'd get asked, oh, we we like you we need an extra guitar player we need an extra bass player keyboard player whatever it is i could you know hammer out decently or not so much they would take me along and the only bass player that played like eric that really showed this kind of mixture yeah. of soul and funk and blues and 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 straight ahead rock was tim bogert of the vanilla fudge and tim bogert played with Everyone from Jeff Beck to the Vanilla Fudge to Cactus, he actually was the, – the, their opening acts were Led Zeppelin and Van Halen. Those who mm. they helped break throughout mm. the U.S. And when I came back, uh, I had all these tracks that I'd made and never released. And Eric's kind of helped me shift through them and go, okay, we're, look, I like this one. That one's crap. Uh, that one's okay. Let's <laughs> let's finish this one. And as Leo put, you know, you can rewrite things. Oh, I wish I could do that differently. And that's what we've been doing for the last well, that's two good. years. That is very and, good. Uh, Everybody can't get along together. You, oh. you, you, you know that. You just spoke on that. But how do you two get along together? What's the key to it? We get who, to be goofy. Who punches who first? <laughs> <laughs> no, we just get to be goofy, and that's jokes, the fun part. Yeah, just tell a lot of jokes. and uh, That humor is Im- important to have be fun, able to just, yeah. yeah. And uh, the drummer we're playing with, Ryan, is just a, <laughs> He's a riot. major smartass. So it, we, we just get along <laughs> great. And it's just... You just look at him and you just laugh. He's just he's, <laughs> <laughs> just, just laugh it off, right? It, it's it's a good hang. And if if you're in a band, I mean, like I said, I have the choir. Eric has uh, his studio, which is real time audio in Denton, and we do the the project just to kind of have that mental break from everything else that goes on. And if it's not fun, we won't do it. And right now, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, and you guys are jamming right now. We were enjoying your music last night, and you know. Uh, 
punk. He said punk rock. You were into like punk rock or uh, something punk, like that. What, what, what do you like call funk it? Funk rock. Funk punk uh, yeah, rock. That's kind of. Because see, this is my question, and I want you to answer it. Yeah. And, and you can too, because you hear punk rock, rock and roll, pop rock. You like have all these rocks, like Parliament type and they stuff. all mean something yeah. different to everybody else. But what does it mean oh. to you? He was in the Funkament Funks in the Parliament. <laughs> oh, really? Uh, Bootsy. <laughs> okay. So that's my, yeah, that's my boy. I, <coughs> I grew up in Minneapolis listening to the Prince and the Time and, and okay. Jesse Johnson and Morris Day. All Got a little soul in you. So that's where that's my background. That's all right. That kind of meets rock. And so uh, groove, groove rock. So what's so the I difference between all of that? Yeah. I mean, you know what I'm saying? I think punk is more aggression and, you know, just defiance and... and Funk is more, yeah, feeling it, and you mix both of those with rock, and you get different things. So, what about rock and roll? What is rock and roll to you? Rock and roll, hmm. Boy, that's all encompassing. Yeah. What we say? What we say? Gary? What is rock and roll? Rock and roll to me is that sense <coughs> of time. It's that bookmark. This is ev- rock and roll is every generation's bookmark. And it doesn't matter if you are part of, you know, the the Elvis generation or the 60s generation with the Beatles or the, the rise of Southern rock with, you know, Skinner or ZZ Top or New Wave from the 70s or the grunge scene. Rock and roll will always evolve and it will always evolve based on what is very topical and very satirical. And that's why you can hear a song and it takes you back to that first dance, that first kiss, that whatever. It's your voice. It's that generation's voice. Whereas blues encompasses your whole life. Country can encompass your whole life. It's stories from start to finish. Hip-hop and and soul is an all-encompassing part. It's uh, it's a cultural statement. But rock and roll is that this every generation has, this is mine. The, these are my bands. Who is the number one rock and roll band to you? <laughs> um, Old wow. or new? The McGrath Project. I know. No, excluding <laughs> the McGrath. So vain. Um, <laughs> Should I wrote a song about, about you? you? Right. <laughs> okay, the Texas yeah. Blues Machine. <laughs> no, uh, I've. I, I, that's a really hard question. I really. I, I, Surprisingly enough, I've always loved the monkeys, and that's not that's not you knew it too. They know you. Well, in in our in the music video that we just did, I did an homage to the monkeys, and I played for the monkeys for a while. And I I brought my guitar that they used actually on the TV show, and I wore the shirt that they had in the TV show. That was my little. Here's my tribute to where my roots are, and it's that's not, all right. It's goofy, but it kind of fits because the monkeys were based off the Wrecking Crew, which was all the musicians that did the uh, Frankie Valley records and the Beach Boy records and Frank Sinatra stuff and Elvis stuff. There was all the same band, mm-hmm. and they did the monkeys records. And so, knowing that I I love working with studio musicians, I love being in the studio, and I love creating records more than anything else. It it really is a good parallel where someone goes, oh, I love the Beatles. Well, that's a good songwriter thing. Oh, I love Led Zeppelin. Well, that's a big rocking blues band. And I kind of encompass – I'm kind of a pop culture Cuisinart, really. And, but the Monkees is kind of a good statement for that. But Eric's are, like you mentioned, uh, you know, all the stuff from the upper – Northeast. Well, they know you. They knew you were going to say the monkeys, that's for sure. Uh, Leo, who would you say is the number one blues artist, in in your opinion, aside from you? 
me by any means. Aside no. from you, buddy. No, I'm, boy, that would be very difficult to say. I think it would depend, like uh, Gary said, on the, the era. I think the blues is an uh, Rock and roll is an evolution, the continuing evolution of blues and country. And uh, I think you just you have to pick a time frame. Just, you know, in the in the sixties, uh, you know, you got to say that Jimi Hendrix took blues to another level. Hmm. You know, and uh, hmm. uh, so well, you, that's an opinion. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I don't, I don't really know much about Jimi Hendrix like Tim does. Yeah. You know, so I wouldn't give him that title. Um, because I thought he was. Was it blues that he played? Oh yeah, that, that, just that's blues? where he got his. That's where he got his start. Is well, see that that shows little, you. Yeah, little Richard uh, and all mm-mm. those guys. Uh, he was guitarist for those guys, and then he evolved out of that into some blues, and then he evolved into insanity and in blues. Okay. And you know his yeah his rendition of Red House is just <laughs> well you learn something new every day I love that and I'm going to learn the reason or the meaning behind your song Sweet and Sassy. <laughs> Sweet and sassy. Yeah, uh, sweet and sassy. Uh, there was, a, like, a, I had a project called Lydia's Libido, and we were writing a lot of just, mu- or I was writing a lot of music for that. And we were in between singers, and I had a, a friend come in, and we just started writing a lot of songs. And they were just, uh, it, it was in this kind of box of going, let's write something that is nothing but innuendo. Let's, and that's kind of what that project was. It was just nothing but innuendo. And uh, we never used that song because it was never finished. And I brought the demo in and played it for Ryan and played it for Eric. And they went, okay, we like this one better than that one. All right, let's work on this. And we created this track around it and left the, the demo vocal because it, Eric really liked it. I really liked it. Even mm-hmm. Deborah really liked it. And so we, we left it there. So the singer on it's a, a girl named Molly Gillette who's uh, an amazing singer and extremely shy i've asked her if you'd like to come out and perform and she's like no i i can't do that i can't perform i can't i can't sing the song i can't sing the song it's just embarrassing and i said where do you work a dildo store <laughs> and now she's, she's not as pets. shy as you think okay <laughs> but that's all right it's a great song i enjoyed it and i would like for there's, you a, all song, to there's, a, there's a song there somewhere she worked yeah, in the- right that's the next song coming up right there there was a shy girl named no they worked in a dildo shop <laughs> right no we're not it's called serve yourself <laughs> no. so, yeah. listen leave her alone because <laughs> that was self-service that's all right shy or not yeah. shy she's a if great you, singer if you can't please everybody else please yourself <laughs> You speaking for her because she's not here to whip out that Uzi on your ass and start yeah, She's not listening, is right. she? She, uh, she probably is. Well, you know what? She may be shy to you, but she's a great singer, and we're she going to enjoy singer. Sweet and Sassy, the McGrath Project. Far from classy, sweet and sassy. Baby, a little trashy. Ain't got no pedigree who wasn't raised to know what that means. If you're looking for a trophy wife, don't look at me. The lights are missive and blind Go somewhere else with that Cause baby I'm one of a kind Sassy 
she's sweet and sassy. That, that, yeah. And not as shy as you think. <laughs> okay, I like that song. I like that very, very much. I know you have another song, um, Closet Full of Skeletons. Is that out available uh, yet? That's going to be the name of the record. It's going to be Closet Full of Skeletons. Okay. And it came from the fact that all these songs, with the exception, were demos that have been laying around forever. That's and all right. Some of them are marinating, years old, twelve years old, and uh, when as we've been playing over the last few years, uh, we've kind of flushed some of them out and had a lot of fun rearranging some of them, and they've just really kind of become a really neat. That's cool. Package, <laughs> <laughs> for lack of a better term. That's all right. No, what's your usual process when you write songs? Do you start with the rift? First and then go. You, I base everything off drums. Oh, do you? And uh, I'll. It, it, that's when uh, when we started writing some songs together. It was always kind of we'd look at Ryan like, okay, play something. <laughs> and of course, that's an unfair statement. <laughs> and, um, I we'd sit there and go, okay, what key sounds good? And we'll just kind of create a sound Around and that. Then based off that because it's always about having that groove. Um, I, and of course, me coming from that, that yep. the kind of pop world of it, and him coming from the funk background. If you can't see someone moving to it, uh, it's to me. I, I just you, you pass. That's why I guess I've never been able to appreciate bands like Pink Floyd that have a big. <laughs> they have you know big yeah. cultural significance, but I just can't get into them because you cannot move to them. You can fall asleep to them. Well, you can move you to them. Really I, I can't dance, so every uh, song, every dance I dance, move to, I'm on beat. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, but it's that, that's and I, an old friend of mine said this is in it. We can use different words. He said, if you can't, you know, to it, then it's not a good song. What, what's air to it? Go on, say it. You can't, can't what? You can't fuck to it, buddy. Is that what you're trying to say? Can't boom, 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 boom to it. Boom, 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 boom. Alrighty then. I'm not getting the bass. I'm getting the bass better. Okay, that's all right. I want a live performance if you are ready to um to jam for me. Do that. It's funny taking some of the kind of punky pop kind of rock songs and putting them on acoustic they all sound country (laughs) 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 very true you know (laughs) do you remember when I met you you were on the ground bleeding crying will I help you I didn't know what I found now that I see through your tears Shackles keep me near Could I ever live without you? Now I know your fear I've been hurt before But never by such lies Now I laugh out loud Your secret is out Your secret is out really think I wouldn't figure it out with all the signs that you were posting the truth had to come out will you ever get your feet firmly on the ground just take this heart the one that you had never found I've been hurt before <laughs> I love it. never by such lies now I laugh out loud
I love that. Love that. Yes. The secret <laughs> is out. What's the secret? Uh, well, it, 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 it's the fact that uh, I was told when I started dating this, this lovely individual <laughs> who had, you know, curves I could kill. It was a wonderful Ooh. thing. And uh, she kept telling me that she was this accountant for this string of clubs on the Sunset Strip. And it turns out it was a strip. Her, not really that. And uh, that's the secret. It became this very uh, codependent, you know, succubus kind of thing. <laughs> and uh, it was just really weird because it was my bass player that I mentioned at the time <laughs> called me and goes, "Hey, do you know what your girlfriend does?" And I went, "Yeah, she does the accounting on the Sunset <laughs> Strip." And he goes, attendant. And he yeah, goes right. "No, I'm I'm here at you know." Um, Seventh veil. She's keeping a count of something. I'm at the seventh veil, and I just lost a hundred dollars to her. And I went, "Well, thanks for the steak dinner." I just didn't know what to say to him, and uh, it was just kind of one of those things. But uh, yeah, that's crazy. (laughs) Well, it's an experience. Chalk it up. It's It's an experience, and and people always said, you know, never date a porn star or stripper. And I couldn't figure out, you know, being a you know a horny teenage kid playing guitar. It's like. But why? Why is that a bad thing? And then you find out. <laughs> I thought yes. all just, just dated <laughs> Well, she inspired a hit song. That's, That's right. all right. Yeah. Yeah, she inspired a hit you song. You got your money back. <laughs> yeah, no. This comes residually. <laughs> oh, really? That bad? Oh, God damn. <laughs> so, you know what? Where, where can everyone go uh, to listen and purchase your music? Uh, everywhere, as uh, Leo put it, music's available on iTunes, Amazon. There's a lot of independent stores that are carrying the, the, the older records. This new record, we're going to try and get it out in the spring and do some festival dates throughout the summer and maybe a few little trips Music here video, maybe. Music videos are uh, kind of the new medium because as, uh, mm. the, the club scene is just – it's difficult – for the sake of being difficult. It's not difficult to get fans in. It's not difficult to enjoy playing. It's difficult dealing with you go in, you have a good audience, they really enjoy what you do, and then you walk over and you have someone beat down the joy out of it and say, so you only brought 50 people and I told you you had to bring 55, so oh, we're not paying terrible. you and we, you're that's just lower crap. than dog yeah. shit. And you're just kind of like, well, why did we do this again? Torch the building on this way. So when we play, like I said, we do it for the fun of it. So it's like whenever a, a venue goes, oh, we're going to, you know, if you bring X amount of people, we're like, nope. We just want to play. Right. If uh, we bring enough people where you want to hand us some money afterwards, that's great. Right. If not, don't worry about it. Right. And we get a lot of, are, are you sh- really? I'm like, no, we, this is fun. It needs to be fun. And uh, luckily with the, the, the music videos, you get people that really do enjoy the, the, the song of it or they make fun of it. I don't know which one it is. Um, but they've the, the last two videos that we've put out that we've really wanted to – get some traction really have we're at the two songs have uh totaled about eighteen thousand views and for people that aren't really you know hitting the pavement so hard i'm i'm rather impressed with it so right that is awesome are you kidding i i did a song singing in the shower and it didn't even make the charts <laughs> so it's all good. Turn the camera on next time. I, I did. I had the camera on. That's the bad part about it. Come on, dude. I'm like, oh, really? 
thumbs down kiss my butt (laughs) (laughs) but no is there um any upcoming performances that you have yes on uh november 11th we're going to be at the aardvark in fort worth and we're going to play pretty much the whole record i think or uh, close to it anyway and have a good time and encourage everyone to come out buy buy a beer or a shot and cd and a CD. And a CD. That's right. <laughs> See, the, the thing that's funny is uh, we were looking at new cars the other day. Cars are no longer coming with CD players. They're no oh, longer. really? It's all Bluetooth directly from your phone. Yep. Really? And, uh, well, they're moving on up with the times. And, and it's kind of scary because now, you know, CDs are now becoming... All just digital. Coasters. Just digital. Well, they're, they're coasters or Coke mirrors or Vinyls went or whatever. from vinyls and but to vinyls CDs. But vinyls are coming back, yeah. which is really neat to see people buying vinyls. And uh, initially you think people are getting because they really like the artwork. So we're going to pay it to a lot of You know, an interesting artwork. marketing strategy, and we've seen this with that comic that you worked with when you were back in Toledo up at the one of the comedy clubs there. And he would sell the card. Mm-hmm. The, download, yeah, the card. download card. So yeah. just, instead of actually selling CDs, they'll sell a card. download card. Now here, now you can download my mm-hmm. CD. Well, the neat thing about that and it's is much neater too. And you're not. And where's the press money? I mean, what in a card? Yeah. Well, the the other <laughs> thing about that is the card, the digital download cards. When they go to whatever outlet it is, whether it's CD Baby, Amazon, or iTunes. It automatically registers it as a sale, whether you mm-hmm. gave it away or not. So it gives people the opportunity to chart right, and actually have an independent chart. And what was uh, funny to me is I was looking up, because I'm a Michael Jackson fan, and they released this kind of Halloween greatest hits form lately. And it got to number three on the charts, wow. and it only sold 11,000 copies. Really? to get to number Is that what I saw the commercial about? Yeah, Scream. Yeah, Mm. yeah. And so when you think about it going, well, and everyone's saying, oh, sales, music sales are down. And, you know, you hear things such as Dr. Dre would sell 11,000 CDs in a week out of the back of his car. And you'd hear Guns N' Roses on the Sunset Strip would sell their, you know, press demos and Mm -hmm. sell almost 20,000 in a month. Those type of sales now still can happen with a lot of independent bands that really hustle out there. And with the digital download card, they can actually make a name for themselves and yeah. cut out yeah. the middleman, That's which a good is a thing. really neat thing. And they just have to want to do it. And well, it's, the word's it's getting hard. out. And um, it's, it's, well, it's we're happening. talking about it right now. Yeah. So, you know, listen up. Yeah. Well, no, it's, it's very hard to go to make sure that you are at these venues and Promote yourself. Hand these things out. Let people know you exist. And stay after the show. Talk to everybody. Put them on a mailing list and really hustle your product because that's yeah. what it is. Yeah. And it's much easier to go, oh, he had a good time. Great. Here's a beer. Let's have some fun and sit and chat with someone. And then they walk away and like, oh, yeah, I was in a band. Oh, hey, take this. And you right. kind of forget to do that part because you just want to <clears throat> enjoy being there. I agree. So. I agree totally. Well, let's let's hear a last one. Well, before you do your um, – your, your next song, tell everybody how you can be followed on social media and contacted for booking. Uh, well, you can go to uh, GaryMcGrathMusic.com and find all the different projects. Uh, Facebook is a big place to find uh, everything. Uh, I'm on Twitter, but not on Twitter. I don't really know how it works. <laughs> Uh, there is an account that our <laughs> photographer made for me and goes, hey, here's the password and everything so you can run it. And I'm like, uh, okay, I think there's like six followers on it. It's really kind of funny. Um, so it's like, hi, Mom, I'm doing this. Um, but yeah, just to kind of follow anywhere, just Google 
you know, McGrath yeah. Project or Gary McGrath Music, and it pops up, and there's a link there to where you can find uh, Eric's studio, and if you're looking for a good demo, it's the best place to go. That's what's up. All right, what are you going to play for us as we go out? Uh, I'll, I'll do the, the sequel to Secret is Out. Uh, same, same, same chick. Same inspiration. Same, yes. same inspiration. <laughs> <laughs> might leave you breathless She might give you high She might satisfy you She will bleed you dry And you become a hostage She can drive you mad She can make you go crazy but she's the best that you've had Just don't tell her you love her Don't give up your heart She will try to control you just don't let her start I've become your hostage I can drive you mad I can make you go crazy Cause I'm the best that you've had No, no, keep, hold that. Keep it up. You know why? Because I don't want to let you guys go without having two Grammys. Kind of like collaborate. Let's do a little jam session. Want to do something? Sure. Just, just, I don't know how you started. You just started. I, I, I'm jealous I don't have my spoons, but. Yeah. You are listening to Gary McGrath of the McGrath Project and Leo Hall. Jamming together here on the Queen's Family Show.
Yes. Woo! Oh, my goodness. That was such an honor right there. I absolutely love that. <laughs> I really do. Thank you. I, I want to thank you, Leo, for coming back on to Queen Silver Show. It's always a pleasure. <laughs> it's always amazing. And, amazing. And Gary and Eric and the fiance, I appreciate you all coming. She was jamming to your music. She and, know your music and down. to me. Yes, she knows it down pretty good. Is she getting excited? Yes, yes, indeed. Well, the, the neat thing is she's also a bass player, and it was oh, the, that is one of the, great. One of the first times she actually got to I see. I love the, band the bass. Play. She can play the bass. Oh, yeah, oh that plays, is what she plays oh. at the bass. I love and, uh, it. I love it. One of the after the first show that she got to see us play, she kind of walks up to me and she goes, "I love how Eric plays. I love how Eric plays." So anytime we've been doing studio sessions, she's always in there watching. What's he doing? How's he doing that? What's he doing? So is that how you guys met? You saw her throwing down, jamming? Or? No, she stalked me on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, no dinner for you, Mr. Hot Pants. Okay, oh, well, yeah. well, that's all right. I appreciate <laughs> I appreciate Edith and Kareem from the Netherlands also on the Queen Silver Show. It's been a great day. If you are a, a talent charity business and would love to be on the Queen Silver Show, we'd love to have you. Hit me up at queensilviacomic.com. You can follow me on Instagram. I don't Twitter either, by the way. Yeah. But you can follow me on Instagram, Facebook under Queen Sylvie or Sylvie Starks. Smooth. And you can follow me, Tim McGiffin, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all that other garbage out there. Yeah. <laughs> it's <laughs> it's now it is. No, it's not garbage. Mm-hmm. I'm just joking around. <laughs> it's anyhow, free promotional. That is yes. promotional yes. so that we can reach our people. But it's amazing how much of that social media is out there and just trying to keep up with it. That's, Damn, the headache, it that's all I was really trying to mm-hmm. say. Anyhow, hey, let's... Do a quick shout out to our listeners all over the United States, United Kingdom, Canada, Spain, yes. Venezuela, yes. Japan, Australia, the Netherlands, Germany, Nigeria, and Sri Lanka. Thank Don't you all. Saturn and Pluto. I'm saying next, hey, you know. Damn right, Venus. That's, that's coming a, next. And also Uranus. coming up, Queen, real quick, April 24th of the 28th Comic Rock Convention. Mm-hmm. And that is five days of comedy workshops and showcasing. And log on to www.comicrockconvention.com or get a hold of the Queen. She's a rep here in the Texas area yes. for Comic Rock Convention. And... 21 workshops www.comicsrockconvention.com for more information or you can hit me up it's a very you have to invest in yourself and this is something that's doing out there helping the comedians teaching them over 21 workshops and uh, seminars it's a great thing look it up get in, in touch with me and let's uh, do this in April in California you heard? we're going out for it let's get out with riding with the king because these guys have inspired me yes today. yes yes alright well go out and enjoy your day hey Queen Silver Show. I'll tune in next week for another great day. Well, holla.
out of Mississippi when I was 10 years old With a suit cut sharp as a razor and a heart made of gold I had a guitar hanging just above waist high And I'm gonna play this thing until the day I die Hey, this is Sylvie, host of the Queen Sylvie Show on the Fishbowl Radio Network. Check out the show every Tuesday from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Central Standard Time. You can hear me keep it real about everything while making a difference promoting comedy and other artistic talents from the Dallas-Fort Worth area and around the world. Don't miss the Queen Sylvie Show. Ahala. On FishbowlRadioNetwork.com. Jump in. Slow, and the ladies say I'm fast. Just call on my brother, mama, when you got a little time to pass. You all red hot, mama. You on fire all the time. Well, I need a blowtorch, baby, to cool you down and make you mine. seen you since then We were doing a little tequila We're gonna do it now. 